0: quick CYA, otherwise known as a disclaimer. The following podcast includes financial information that is for informational purposes only. The information shared comes from the opinion that of the host, that would be me, from personal experience, research, and advice from others. I am not a certified financial advisor, nor do I have any financial credentials besides an interest in learning more. I hope you find this information helpful, but do not make any financial decisions solely based on the information provided here. Thank you. I'm your host, Sarah Boss, and welcome to Attainable Podcast. Woo-hoo. Hey guys, and welcome to The Attainable Podcast. My name is Sarah Boss, I'm your host. I'm super glad you're here. If you're new, welcome. I'm especially glad that you're here. I hope you stick around and join the fam. Before we get started, I wanted to take a moment to read a review. I think thought it'd be fun to start reading like reviews from you guys and just kind of say thank you for the support because that is such like a major way that we grow and that helps us so much. So I really appreciate it. So this one is from Kathleen Melvin. It says, this isn't just a feel-good hit of dopamine self-improvement podcast, although Sarah and her guests do leave you feeling motivated and energized, but the curriculum is here too. I really learn a new way of thinking or framing challenges and building solutions with every episode. A great treat, but it's healthy to experience. Aww. Thank you so much. That's so kind. I absolutely love reading your reviews. It just, I mean, it's a hit of dopamine for me and also lets me know that you guys are enjoying the content that we're putting out. So thank you so much. And always feel free to DM us at Podcast as well on Instagram. If you ever have any requests or questions or guest requests, just let us know. So today we're gonna be talking about monetization. Post-pandemic life has really opened up the conversation of self-monetization since many people lost their jobs, they had to find new forms of income and had more time to like explore new income streams. And I feel like that kind of came out more in the conversation. I've always been a big advocate for multiple income streams and using your own skills and your knowledge and your talents to then monetize yourself. So something that I have to note is that monetizing yourself and creating multiple forms of income, it's not an overnight thing. Like, this is a very exciting conversation. It gets me very excited. It gets me very motivated. But it's not, it's not a, a quick money thing and honestly anything that if you ever see somebody advertising something that's like quick money or or a quick turnaround or a shortened like time frame with money chances are it's not real i even saw this girl that i follow i really like her she's actually part of an mlm which is not you know my like cup of tea but i do like the way that she approaches her business and i appreciate her like business practices and her talk and she just did like a story talking about how like this is not a like this isn't something that's going to be very quick she even said she was like if you're looking to get quick cash I would not recommend doing this I would recommend keeping whatever income that you have and then doing this on the side until you can build it up to full time like she was just very real about it which I appreciate same with this like anything that I say it's I'm saying it because it's not hard like monetizing yourself is not hard especially in this day and age and there's so Many ways to do it, and some take less time than others, but all of them do take time. However, once you build one, the others get a lot easier. And if you listen to like last week's episode, we talked about focusing on like one thing and then moving to the next thing. This is very similar. If you want multiple streams of income, build one and then go to your next one. And over years and years, you know, you'll just have built like this empire, which is really cool. So, I like this concept of multiple incomes because when it comes to monthly budgets, there are two ways to think about it. So you either think of restricting your spending, like many people do when they hear the word budget, or you go and make more money. Like I've been in a place where I felt like I spent more money than I really wanted to that month and... You know, that can make you feel very restricted. That can make you feel very limited. I do, And I just hate that feeling. And I hate that feeling especially because I make the worst decisions in that moment. Like as soon as I feel like restricted with my money, that is all of a sudden when temptation like comes around. Like I will never wanna buy anything. And then as soon as I feel like I don't have the money for it, I want to buy everything. So instead, I remember like I did a closet purge. Like I knew I needed a closet purge, sold some clothes and I made more money. And I know you're like- okay that that's not that's simple like it's not revolutionary but think about it instead of thinking of a budget as a restriction of money you're focused on okay how do we increase our top line like how are we making more money rather than restricting what we're doing how are we giving ourselves a larger buffer same concept when you're building multiple incomes so I'd like to make more money and I would like to have my money not restricted by my time as well like I don't want to be only like I show up at something I serve time oh that sounds like prison but like I you know I spend time and then I get basically like an hourly wage I'm not into that I want something that's kind of semi-passive so my financial goals for the future are focused on setting up a few income streams that make money in my sleep that's a very gimmicky phrase but in theory it's not untrue especially in the digital age when you know if you're monetizing from advertising or or digital products, or anything like that. People are buying at all hours of the day, so you actually would be just going throughout your day and not directly working on something but still making money from it. That's the goal. So today, I'm gonna to list very various income streams that I have as well as others that I don't have yet or others that I know of and I'm not pursuing but might be good for you. And let me preface, I'm, I'm not a millionaire. This is not me telling you, hey, I'm rich and you could be too. Absolutely not. I have a long way to go before I'm making the kind of money that I want or I should say even like, I have a long way to go before I reach my financial potential i don't really believe like think that has a ceiling and i also don't have any doubts that i'm going to make it there but i'm not there yet which i think that it makes it more like attainable I want to have this conversation at this time because you can monetize yourself at any level like if you're listening to this and you're a college kid or you're listening to this and you are in your 20s or in your 30s or even a teenager oh my god I keep trying to talk to my brother and like get him you know he's getting to the age where he can like legally get a job and I'm like hey like buddy let's what if we started your own thing like what if we you know He's not really into it, but you can do this at any age. We're switching the narrative on how you can make money. Money doesn't just come from a job and you and everybody should learn the skill of making money on their own. This could be as simple as creating one more income stream outside of your day job so that you have more spending money or you can save it for a house or whatever you want. You know, it's it's not it doesn't have to be astronomical. It's just as simple as learning how to monetize yourself have the skill of monetization outside of asking a boss or somebody not that there's anything wrong with that but just having the skill of being able to fend for yourself so with that said let's talk about monetizing yourself and so my I guess like full monetization journey would have started with freelancing so that's the first time that I said okay how can I turn my skills talents uh, knowledge all that kind of stuff into money so I started and I kind of want to give the whole story like I started doing social media work um, for my first client and then through referrals I just kind of kept doing work for clients and when you're first starting to freelance you're kind of going to be in the soup of everything I highly recommend like writing everything that you could do even there are like people ask me like how to get started freelancing a couple things that you could do one go to Facebook look up freelancing females look up women helping women this has made me of course sorry guys like there I'm know that there's other ones out there. I'm really affiliated with the feminine or female ones. I mean, so, but they're definitely like, look up freelancing anything and you'll find Facebook groups all about freelancers, all about entrepreneurs and go through and they have jobs. A lot of them have like hashtags as well that you can search. So you could look up like hashtag job and look at what people are searching for. And whenever you see a job that you could do, even like sorta could do, write it down, make a list of like all of your skills that you could make money from. And then start advertising them. So I found clients through Facebook um, and Facebook groups. In the beginning, that's a majority of where my clients came from. I know a lot of people get clients through Upwork. And if you're like looking into like Upwork or Fiverr or those kind of places, I would read a couple articles on how to do it correctly because you can definitely get into being underpaid and uh, I think there's an art to using freelancing platforms but that's how I got started I started using like that's kind of when I was like okay I want to trade my time for money but I don't want to go through a middleman like I don't want to go through a boss I'm going to say okay I can do this for you and then I'm going to set my price that's the first way that you can monetize yourself have a service this is the same thing of like if you're young starting i know like a guy in my neighborhood young guy um in high school his mom posted in our like neighborhood facebook group that he's starting to wash cars and that is a way that he is creating his own income by monetizing a skill he has of washing cars you might be good at walking dogs and here's the thing about walking dogs i i wrote a blog about this like a while ago but especially with the little like walking dogs washing cars like that kind of stuff That can grow. Like if you start having like a ton of clients where you're filling up your time, if you're smart and say, say you walk dogs for like $10 a dog, you know, and the, if you're smart, then you get like a ton of clients and you'll find somebody who will walk a dog for $5 a dog. So you still charge $10 a dog, but now you have people under you walking dogs for a slightly lower price, but you're still making 50% of that profit. And you could just keep going, going, I know like there's dog walkers that make bang guys, you know, don't like underestimate your own skill or if something seems easy, like if there's a need, There's a way to monetize it. So that's how I got started uh, with freelancing and turning service into profit on a basic level. You just need to find somebody to pay you for something. My babysitters, you've already done this before. You had a skill of making sure children don't die. And you said, hey, I will ensure your child doesn't die and you give me money for it. Same thing. So the skills that I traded, I did social media work with posting, did some graphics creation. I uh, learned how to do web design in Kajabi. I designed landing pages. I did launch strategy work. I did social strategy work. I've done a lot of launch strategy work as well. I've done uh, course building and course asset building. Canva's your friend. If you can use Canva, you can sell templates and you can sell graphics and you can sell like all that kind of stuff. Don't think about it as, oh, it's too easy. Like, Somebody could do that. Yeah. If we said that, nobody would hire anybody for anything because everybody can always do it. Like they can learn it, they can do it. It's not about that, it's about time they don't want to do it. They don't enjoy doing it. They don't have time to do it. And that's where you come in. So there's some of the things that I did. And that's still some of the things I do now. When you kind of grow into freelancing, it starts morphing itself into a business. So then you start to get processes and you say, okay, instead of doing all these things, I'm only going to do this specific thing. I'm going to do it really well. And when you do that, you can raise your prices. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but the more you niche down, what is it? It's like there's riches in the niches. And I freaking hate like niche, niche, whatever you want to say. I hate hate niching down. It's my least favorite thing. That's a whole nother topic. But it also is helpful to find what you enjoy the most and really do that really well. And then it starts to turn to a business and you get the website and all that kind of stuff. So that kind of grows. But that's how I first started it. The second way that I monetized was through digital products. So I've sold two digital products. One of them was actually a live course. So that did that product did require live coaching where I got on calls with people uh, once a week week and coach them through building their course but that can also be done via like a course platform and where you create it and then sell it and you don't actually do you know you're not spending the actual time in there I have launched a launch playbook which was just all the materials and strategy and timeline and calendars that you need to actually launch your own digital product and then I'm about to launch a teacher planner with my mom I love digital products I think digital products are so lucrative I think that it's something especially with pinterest like you make a digital product you have a way to buy it and then you, if you advertise correctly on pinterest i mean think of all the times that you've looked for templates on pinterest how many templates have you bought from pinterest how many templates have you looked at from pinterest all that kind of stuff digital products are amazing and again if you have a planner if you've got some sort of google sheet if you got anything that you have created that's a tool or something and you know other people it would help other people then you can have digital products. Now, here's the thing with digital products. Here's the thing with everything. Having something that people will pay money for and actually marketing it, marketing is where it gets hard. You got to find where you're going to sell it. And digital products especially get, I think that digital products are really helpful when you have an audience or for my people out there who want to do digital advertising or content creation, those kind of go hand in hand on Instagram or on TikTok or like whatever that is. If you're into content creation, you know, how to monetize that is through sponsorships. Yes. Through advertising and actually actual views, you know, TikTok. I think Instagram is next year going to be putting money towards creators just to get views and all that kind of stuff like absolutely but you're going to get the most margin if you create your own digital products one of my favorite creators right now her name is harley i actually don't remember her last name but she's harley she's a content creator coaching is a digital product now it's a service but it kind of goes hand in hand a lot of times coaches have tools that you can get with their programs or something like that or like course curriculums but That I'm sure, I'm sure that her margins are much better with her coaching than with her like sponsored content. So she may have a brand pay her to, you know, create a reel or something. But with her coaching, you know, she can charge X. hundred dollars for 90 minutes of her time and then she's done you know just because of her knowledge and her skill base and that's super smart and that's absolutely something you should do and if you're looking into content creation that's a great way to do it but you also don't have to be a content creator to have digital products you know there I'm just thinking of like like my mom like my mom has so many resources as a teacher that she has created for herself and she could you know start monetizing that on teacher pay teacher teachers pay teachers it's like a website where I mean, teachers create stuff and then other teachers can pay them for those materials. You know, she could advertise it on Etsy. She can advertise it on Pinterest. And, um, you know, if she has it through her own website, not have, I'm sure teachers pay teachers and Etsy. Both of them have like margins that they take off the top in order to use their site or whatever. But all of that is like something that she can do still with a regular job and using her own skills and things that she already has. I love digital products. I. That's kind of like, as I grow, I want to continue to create digital products. And especially if you're working with an audience or for those of you who want to build an audience and then monetize that, come with the audience first. That's something that's really hard about content creation is that you have to build that trust, that know, like, and trust factor and build that audience before you start monetizing it. And you really can't be building it in like with the end game being monetization, absolutely understand that it's something that you can monetize and you should monetize, but don't, you're not going to get anywhere by exploiting people. So keep that in mind. Most of my digital products have been mainly to serve like clients or potential clients. Um, and then the teacher planner, you know, is just kind of something that me and my mom came up with, but there will be a day I hope that I come out with a digital product that will help like you guys and the people who follow me on Instagram who, you know, aren't really looking for high level business materials, you know, they may be looking for like a budgeting template or, you know, ways to help them in other places of their life. But until I understand what they need, I'm not going to create something, you know, just pull it out of my butt and try and sell it because that's not going to help anybody. So anyway, that's my spiel on digital products. Um, Digital products have been my least amount of um, or have been the least lucrative for me, not because and there's also certain ways to look at it. As far as margins, they've probably been the highest, but the least lucrative just because I've kind of like sold them once and then like let it die kind of thing. I only sold the coaching once, like the course. I mean, on it was a course on how to build a course, teaching people literally how to build their own digital course. Sold that once, and then I didn't sell that again. And then Launch Playbook, sold it once, didn't sell it again. Freelancing right now is my largest form of income. So then there's also social advertising. I've made the least amount of money with social advertising, but it's totally something that you can do. This is affiliate marketing. This is you love a product, and so you become an affiliate with that brand and especially now brands are very very into like micro influencers again this is something where you you need to have an audience or be interested in having an audience but don't let that intimidate you like I've made money from Amazon now has it been a lot no but I have and I do not have a huge audience and you don't need to have a huge audience in order to make money from different things Amazon's like a big one so I'm going to use that as like an example like I have this family friend and she she's the Amazon queen okay Okay, literally the Amazon queen and she everywhere she goes. She tells people about like the newest thing that she got on Amazon We were at dinner and she like pulled something out of her pocket and it was a glasses cleaner She was like, oh, I have to show this to you and basically did an infomercial in front of us just because she loved it so much and that's somebody where i'm like Okay. Hey, Tracy, you should absolutely start like an Amazon affiliates or reach out or get some sort of program from them so that you can create a shop and people can shop all your favorite items. And think about it as just making it easier for people to shop the things that you would already recommend. Affiliate, Uh, programs, I think are great. Some people have a big issue with sponsorships and affiliate marketing and all that kind of stuff. I think that's absolute BS. Like, can you can people take advantage of that and recommend things that they don't actually love? Absolutely. Do I think that happens a lot? No, I think it happens actually very little because people are very aware on that your audience is going to sniff out BS, like nobody's, like they're going to sniff it out so fast. And your numbers are not going to be good enough to work with brands if you are exploiting an audience because your engagement's going to be down because they don't trust you. You know, you could have a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of followers and they don't buy from you. Like there's plenty of people who have 30, 50, 100K followers who are not monetized and you don't need to have this giant audience to monetize. And there's plenty of people with under 5K like followers on Instagram and they are making bank you know, it's all about like how you approach it. And if you have brands or like products that you already recommend, you might as well get a kickback because companies and brands also know like the best form any business owner knows, like the best form of advertising is by word of mouth referral. Like a friend is going to, trust a friend's recommendation and that you are going to have a much much more likely of that person buying your product or your service if it's recommended from a friend than if they saw it on an Instagram ad or something like that so those are the ways that like I have monetized again the digital products and the social advertising are a very small portion of how I've monetized but that's like a you know, a piece that I'm growing, Uh, the freelancing and like the business. It's kind of like, okay, I've gotten that to a steady pace. I know how to make money from that. I'm making an actual like full-time income from that. Now we're going to move to the next one, build that up, all that kind of thing. So that's sort of the strategy behind it. Other ways that you can monetize yourself. um, There are plenty of YouTube videos out there about drop shipping products, about uh, like selling things that you don't actually have to carry the inventory for. I don't know a ton about that. I just know that they're a thing and essentially you use like Facebook, Facebook ads to advertise a product and then lead them to that product's landing page, somebody else takes care of the shipping and inventory. You just kind of take care of the advertising. So if you are able to use Facebook ads, then you can kind of get a kickback. And you know, it's going to be shown and advertised to people because it's literally an ad that you paid for. Etsy. Etsy's another one. You can sell anything, any of your creations on Etsy. You can sell digital templates on Etsy. When iPhones came out with that, like, you could like theme your apps or something like that that or theme something they came out with you know you don't talk about like it was like it was like colorful whatever whenever they came out came out with that feature one of my friends created a bunch of themes put them up on etsy and she sold them oh my gosh it was something crazy like three dollars fifty cents each or something and she made money from that because people want that, you know, and she knew that she could create that on Canva or on however, and, you know, people want, people love templates, so there's that. You could also, like, sell, I've seen a ton of people during the pandemic monetize, they're selling thrifted pieces, um, you know, people who love thrifting. Now they're starting to create these Instagram accounts and these websites where you can shop the thrifted pieces because people don't want to go and search for these items at Goodwill or whatever. So all of these are ways that you can monetize yourself, and, you know, there's, plenty out there you know we can go into like rental properties when you're talking about big scheme but the point is like understand you can monetize your skills your by yourself like you are able to do that and you are able to create multiple streams of income outside of like a nine to five job absolutely have a nine to five job they have benefits and usually you know hopefully nice coworkers and a good boss and stability and that's awesome but you know I will always encourage you to be able to make money on your own, have the skill of making money. I wanted to record this so I could give you like an inside look on how I have monetized myself. Like this is how I make an income and maybe give you some insight on how you can do the same. Uh, If you like this episode, take a screenshot and share it to your Instagram stories and tag us at attainable podcast. And don't forget to rate and review the podcast to show some love. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.